Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let's humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, thy faithful people, pardon and peace. They may be cleansed from all of their sins and served a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 113 and 114. Psalm 113. Praise the Lord, ye servants. O praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth forevermore. The Lord's name is praised from the rising up of the sun unto the going down of the same. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God, that hath his dwelling so high, and yet humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth? He taketh up the simple out of the dust, and lifteth the poor out of the mire. That he may set him with the princes, even with the princes of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house, and to be a joyful mother of children. Psalm 114 When Israel came out of Egypt, and the house of Jacob from among the strange people, Judah was his sanctuary, and Israel his dominion. The sea saw that and fled. Jordan was driven back. The mountains skipped like rams, and the little hills like young sheep. What aileth thee, O thou sea, that thou fleddest, and thou Jordan, that thou wast driven back? Ye mountains, that ye skip like rams, and ye little hills like young sheep. Tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. Who turneth the hard rock into standing water, and the flintstone into a springing well? Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Here beginneth the 31st verse of the 38th chapter of the book of Job. Can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades, or loose the belt of Orion? Can you bring out Maseroth in its season, or can you guide the great bear with its cubs? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you set their dominion over the earth? Can you lift up the voice to the clouds, that an abundance of water may cover you? Can you send out lightnings that they may go, and say to you, Here we are? Who has put wisdom in the mind? Or who has given understanding to the heart? Who can number the clouds by wisdom? Or who can pour out the bottles of heaven? When the dust hardens in clumps, and the clods cling together. Can you hunt the prey for the lion? Or satisfy the appetite of the young lions? when they crouch in their dens, or lurk in their lairs to lie in wait? Who provides food for the raven, when its young ones cry to God, and wander about for lack of food? Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 18th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck, and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses. For offenses must come, but woe to that man by whom the offense comes. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed, rather than to have two hands and two feet, to be cast into the everlasting fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye, rather than having two eyes, to be cast into hell fire. Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? 
And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. Even so, it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared for the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, for as much as without thee we are not able to please thee, mercifully grant that thy Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on uh, tonight's lessons. We're making our way through the book of Job, and we find ourselves in uh, the 38th chapter where God starts to answer Job. <clears throat> Job is a righteous man, and great suffering um, has been inflicted upon him, and this is through no fault of Job's, and so there's a disconnect. Why do good things or bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people. And God finally answers Job um, after a lot of Job talking, a lot of his friends talking. And God asks a set of rhetorical questions. Um, you know, he starts asking, uh, can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades? Can you loose the belt of Orion? And what he's talking about here are a bunch of uh, the Pleiades um, 
or a collection of seven stars in in the sky. They also have the name Subaru. In Japan, it's known as the Subaru. And Orion is a constellation. And Orion has a belt. And, and so he's, he's talking about these astronomical things that, of course, Job, you know, cannot loose the belt of Orion and cannot bind the cluster of the Pleiades. He doesn't have the capacity to do that. Um, can you lift up your your voice to the clouds um, that an abundance of water may cover you? So he, you know, Job has no ability over um, the weather. He doesn't have the ability to do any of these things. Um, he doesn't have the wisdom to be able to number the clouds. Um, and essentially what God is doing is not trying to make Job feel small, but he's saying to Job, you don't have the capacity to understand the question to which you're asking. Um, it would be like, you know, a, a, a person, me, for instance, trying to explain to my dog um, how electricity works. Um, my dog would not have the capacity to understand my explanation, even if I gave it to him. And so um, it's just because he's a dog. I'm on a completely different realm than he is. And God, likewise, is on a completely different realm than we are. However, God doesn't stay on that realm. God humbles himself, take part in the suffering that Job experiences through Jesus coming to earth and suffering as well. Jesus is a righteous man who did no wrong. And the the weight of the world, the sin of all humanity, all of human suffering is thrust upon his shoulders. And he takes it um, for our sake. Um, it doesn't mean that God is um, goes without suffering either. Um, but God understands the reason for why that is. We get to our New Testament lesson, Matthew chapter 18, where Jesus says, um, He's talking about the children, and, and he says something interesting. He says, therefore, whom, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives uh, one's little, like, whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. And so God is talking um, to his disciples about the virtues of little children, especially the humility of little children. And I think it connects with this Job chapter a lot. Whereas um, a, a little child doesn't necessarily understand the reasons for why they do things. So my almost two-year-old doesn't understand why he washes his hands when he comes in the house or after he um, tries to use the potty. Um, he just knows that that's what we do. We wash our hands. And it's good for him. The reason we wash our hands is because it's a good thing for him. And so we create a ritual around washing our hands. You know, we have to go get the stool. You step on the stool, you turn on the faucet, you gather the soap and you wash the soap over your hands and then you rinse it off. And my son understands none of this. He doesn't know the reasons why we do any of this. He doesn't even really know that it's a good thing for him. He just, he does it with humility. He obeys with humility. Um, and God asks us to do the same thing. Um, you know, we, God has asked us to take up our cross. We don't necessarily understand the reasons why. God's asked us um, to go um, and follow him. And so we do. We go, we follow him, we 
God has asked us to eat the bread of life, and so we do in the Eucharist. And there's a ritual around it. There's prayer um, that helps us to do these things. Um, and, and the humility comes in, in us just obeying God because he's commanded us to do it. Not necessarily that we have to understand all of the things that we're doing. We don't even need to know that it's good for us. Um, God has asked us to go and do those things, and so we do them um, as a little child does those things. Um, with humility and obedience to God. And so I think that's what Jesus is talking about here is, is that um, with that attitude, then we're able to then receive the kingdom of heaven um, through the grace that God's able to give us when we're obedient to him. So there's just a couple of thoughts on uh, this evening's lessons. We'll continue evening prayer by praying the litany for the church in evangelism. You may click the link in the chat bar and follow along and say and say the italicized words with us out loud as we um, as we read through the litany. Oh, we offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God for the prayers and intentions of those who are present with us during evening prayer. We ask that God would open up new opportunities of mission and ministry within our diocese and the communities um, that are diocese is working with. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to convert, to comfort, and relieve all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Even patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to amend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed, in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, burn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Robert, for reading and responding this evening. Thank you all for being here. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you.